You may kill me, but you may never insult me. Who am I? I'm Kevin Jack Sparrow. Get the truth about movies on the movie show. If he were telling the truth, he wouldn't have told us. <laughs> Tell them, Sparrow! Unless, of course, he knew you wouldn't believe the truth, even if he told it. Mm-hmm. Hello? Joey, it's Ross. I need some help. Help has come your way because you are listening to the movie show. When it's something strange in your neighborhood. Who are you going to call? Trust the guitarist. Trust the guitarist. That's keys. That's keys. And then you need like that harmony. I mean, this was the 80s, you know. So Wasn't there a guitar as well, though? Yeah, that dun 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 yeah, anyway, clean, yeah, r- so really good. So, if, if you haven't guessed mm. it, we are going to be talking about Teletubbies. <laughs> wow, wow, we were, <laughs> hang on. Whoa, cut. Wait, I'm in the wrong studio. Oh, wait, sorry, uh, it's not Teletubbies. What time is it? <laughs> um, oh, is this not the Teletubbies show? <laughs> like, Imagine, um, flip. How did we land up? What are we talking about? Oh, <laughs> Ghostbusters. Oh, right. Oh, okay. ah, sorry, this is my notes on next week's show. Okay. At this point, uh, Telly. Telly. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, which, which version are we doing? I don't know. I, don't, no, yeah, I watched Telly Tubbies when I was a kid. Then Ooh. I watched it once when I was older and I was traumatized. I was like, what did we watch as children? We won't be doing Telly Yeah, we're not doing Telly Tubbies, don't worry. We are doing Ghostbusters Afterlife, the yeah. 2021 film. Mm, mm. What did you enjoy about the cast? Finn. Wolf I knew it. The minute I saw I'm like, oh, okay. Stranger thing. But wow. I kind of feel like, I don't know if you felt like this. I, I really felt like the film was overshadowed by like Stranger Things for a couple of reasons. Number one, him, because he's Mike in Stranger Things. Number two, Makes in so Stranger Things. to have him in. He dresses up as a Ghostbuster in Stranger Things season two. That's right. Like he's literally dressed up as a Ghostbuster. So now it was like, okay. Number oh, three. Snap. Like it's n- so this one wasn't set in the 80s. This one is actually set now. 2021. But it comes from a film series that was made in the 80s. So it's kind of got like those mm. three vibes going on. Yeah, but it's cool. And Stranger Things was 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 from the 80s as yeah. well. Yeah. So I I, I, I c- think that's that's a it's 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 just a, a well connection. Yeah, Re- it is. It's really a great. it's a cool trivia point mm, actually. Mm, it's mm. like did you know Finn Wolfhard? Yeah. yeah, but he actually thought that he wouldn't receive the role because he had worn a Ghostbusters suit in uh, Stranger Things already. Nah. So he was like, "That nah, probably that could count you. against yeah, me." Yeah, no, definitely. They'll be like, "Oh, oh, oh, Finn! Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah." Uh, should we carry on casting? So, no, no, no. Bring him no. in. Bring him. In. He's I like it. him. He's it. Okay. Uh, cast for Trevor has ended. When he auditioned, he didn't know what he was auditioning for. He when he auditioned, it was titled an untitled sony project <laughs> that's the that's how it came through yeah because it was quite a uh it was a a a, a brief a br- what do you call it it was very like like oh yeah ghostbusters afterlife <gasps> wow i think they kept it very secret i think they they kept it under wraps and yeah. and then yeah. when they like really like went yeah. all out yeah yeah woo! yeah so what's yeah. your take on this film because uh they had the 2016 version that one i never watched but yeah. i know that one flopped it did flop i know that was a huge flop yeah. and i actually never even watched it so, so I, I also didn't watch it but uh apparently yeah so 
It's called Ghostbusters Answer the Call, and it was a remake of the first 1984 version, just with, uh, I think, females. Women, with females, yeah. Yeah, they went on the That's whole it. feminine thing. So it was sort of like, oh, okay, where... What I loved about this one, this is a literal sequel. Mm. It's like a continuation. This is, if you want to make, because it is kind of rebooted Ghostbusters, mm. so it is kind of like a reboot, but at the same time, if you want to make something that was first made years ago and you want to pay homage to it and you want to, this is the way to do it. Definitely. Like the, the whole thing of not, you know, recreating the character, but actually bringing in new characters and the characters were like so well linked yes because of the family ties and, but do yeah. you know there's also behind the scenes family ties so the guy who who directed the original it was the first two ghostbuster films his name is ivan Ra reitman Wait. his son directed jason this one. yeah so wow. uh, that was also pretty cool that his son then took on the you mantle. Know, and that did makes it. so much sense uh, because there was so much like Easter eggs and yeah. trivia. There was so much in this film. Yeah. It had to like be the son. Mm -hmm. Wow, brilliant. So that's cool. That's really cool. Okay. So his father directed the two, the first two Ghostbusters and then some other films. I just searched to see what other films he's directed. He directed Kindergarten Cop. Do you remember that movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Who, Jason or the father? The, the, fa the father, Ivan. He did Kindergarten Cop as he, well. He also did Beethoven. Do you remember the movie with the dog Beethoven? Uh, oh, yes. Yes, yes Beethoven. I do remember. And I'd actually be interested to watch this film. I haven't watched it. But you know um, Alfred Hitchcock? He is the director of Psycho. He's one of he was one of the uh, the earliest like most influent yeah. influential directors. Yeah. He made a film Hitchcock, so it's obviously a biopic on Alfred Hitchcock. But I'd actually be interested to watch that because wow. of. First of all, it's on Alfred Hitchcock, but then second of all, yeah. Oh, okay. So that, that, that there's many films that I just picked like three out of the the list, but that's that's, that's the father. That is Ivan. father's the yeah, and, yeah. And, and obviously, I mean, he's an old school director, so I'm sure since like whatever his career started, yeah. the 70s or 80s, he has done a lot of films. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Ghostbusters was definitely a good. Uh, well, there were only two. Weren't there three? I think there was there was talk about a third one, and in fact uh, there was a lot of preparation done, and then uh, one of the characters died. Oh yes, mm. and is that what caused it to stop? And then Murray, uh, Bill Murray, mm. didn't want to be involved. So, so the character that passed away is Harold um, Ramis. I had no clue. Until he I did died my in research. 2014 yeah, from an autoimmune inflammatory. Mm. It's called autoimmune inflammatory vascul vasculitis. Yes. Which is sounds horrible. But he was 69 years old and the disease involved swelling of blood vessels. Oh, shame. Right? Yeah, that's So that was... But what I loved is that they still... And it's probably... Let me finish my sentence. They still included him in the film, even though he's passed away. And yeah. it's probably one of the reasons why the original cast, the, the three original, because there were four Ghostbusters, but the, the other three actually came back and they did it, it's cameo, but it was a good way to cameo it them. Because it wasn't just one quick scene. You're like, oh, look, mm. it's so-and-so. It like they were involved in the story as well. They were as much in the story, actually, yeah. as the rest of the characters. Yeah, that's right. Um, I think what was so well done about it is the fact that, well, number one, he was dead and he was dead in the film as yeah. well. But then uh, not only that, but I was really happy. 
you know that that uh you know the, the good girl doesn't get the guy mm. thing that I love about films because there's something so true but the fact that that he, that uh he didn't speak in the film because like you saw him you know towards the end you know he's like ghost whatever helping uh his his granddaughter out and I'm like please don't speak don't speak just just that's it just about just don't don't speak and he didn't speak and I was like yes Suppose it would have been difficult for they would have had to like dub the voice yeah, or whatever. Yeah, there's ways of doing it, you know. But it was really interesting mm. though how they brought him into the film. So on set, if you look at the behind the scenes footage, which is incredible, I enjoyed watching the behind the scenes so much because of all the practical effects they did. But you'll see another character. Did you watch the behind the scenes with um, Adam Savage? Okay. No, uh, I don't think uh, so. Okay, all right. Because I don't know what that is. Okay, we'll come back I'll to that. I'll get to that, yeah. So, there's another actor that that was actually just a placement and you see he's got the markers on his face yeah, and everything. Right. That was played by Bob um Gunton. And then what they did was they had the original um the the original film as in you know because they you know they used to film on actual film. film. They had the original film from the first two Ghostbusters. So what they did was they they ran that and got a very high quality version of the original film and then they took all of the footage of um What's his name? Forgot his name now. Harold of Harold. Is it? Yes. Yes. So they took all of um, that footage and then they used that as obviously a reference. And then if you look at him in the film and him at 69 or whatever, he doesn't actually look the same. But I think it's because he did have that disease, which is in it's, it says uh, autoimmune inflammatory, which means he would swell. And obviously that would affect how he'd look physically yeah. as well. So I think what what they did was actually clever where... They kind of kept him looking like his younger self yeah. when he was in Ghostbusters. An older version of the yes, younger self. but a 70-year-old version of that, which kind of, yeah. for me, is clever because you're keeping with the character then. Like, the character's look, do you understand? Because, like, in yeah. the story, he didn't have that disease. He, that's not what he died from. He died because of a ghost. Because of a ghost. So, right, right, yeah. right. And uh, Bill, Bill Murray actually had a fallout with him, like quite a bad fallout. In, in a previous film that they were in together. Serious? So they had not spoken for 20 years. And I, I, I think maybe that's the thing that, that made it more difficult for him, you know, when they wanted to do the third uh, Ghostbusters. I think in uh, 20, yeah, somewhere around after they had died already. So I, I think for, for them to be in the film and have obviously a, like a CG or ghost uh, performance, mm. Of Harold, I think was was quite emotional for them. I, I know that in the one interview that I saw, where they were interviewing um, the three of them, uh, uh, Bill Murray, Murray, like maybe I was misreading him wrong, but you could see he was quite emotional. Shame. Like he almost had like sort of tears. Yeah. Like he sort of like looked away and stuff like that. But uh, for them, especially that part where they were standing together, I, you know, you see the three of them and they're all looking at him. Yeah. And I loved that part. I was like, yeah. I, I was just like, yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah, it was awesome. It was f for me. Uh, what I loved about this film the most was the you know, uh, I always want to use the word heritage because apparently, even the props, yeah, 
there was a lot of props that was in this film that was from the original, original like film, yeah. a toaster. There was yeah. a, there was apparently yes. a freaking toaster. And also Phoebe in the film, who's played by McKenna Grace, she wears the same eyeglass yeah, frames. The glasses. Yes, that Harold Ramis wore as um Dr. Yeah. Egon Spengler in the original Ghostbusters. I loved how they did her. Yeah, hair, and she has a similar hair. hairstyle. Yeah. Everything I was just like, I'm sure this is his daughter. Like like it was so well done. Yeah. And yeah, the what what I think I really enjoyed about the film, which is weird, but I I understand why they did it. So they played a lot of homage to the original Ghostbusters, yeah. and as a result, they didn't want visual effects. Like they did have visual effects, obviously, but they didn't want to do it visually fixed. Mm. They wanted to to actually go with more practical effects on set. That's why it's so cool to watch yeah. the behind the scenes footage because you literally watch them do all of these. Like if there's an explosion or whatever or if if there's wind or whatever it may be they 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 really the practical effects are like proper for some people that are they wouldn't like that because they so like some of the characters like those you know those dogs they can look almost puppet like which is what they were in the original yeah. film and they did kind of do that and for some people it might be like oh they could have done the graphics way better mm. but i understand why they did that because they actually wanted to they wanted to do it how it would have been done in the 80s and then just yeah. like added on like a few like tr like little tweaks yeah. here and there one of the things i really enjoyed was you know there were the goggles that po uh, podcast store wore. The the the. I, I love that dude. But the, yeah, that podcast dude. was epic. That dude was that character. I loved him. No, he was awesome. But they'd made those goggles a Polaroid camera yeah. thing as well. So at one point yeah. he takes the photo and then the thing comes out and he like just like fans it. Yeah. But one thing that Ivan, the father who directed the original Ghostbusters said is he was like, why didn't we think of that when we did it originally? Because we had Polaroid in the 80s. So like yeah. he was even like, flip, that was so cool. I don't know why we didn't think of that. And that was a real Polaroid yes. camera. How crazy. Like yeah, it was no. a real. In fact, um, uh, so so with the behind the scenes, I, uh, if for you guys who know Adam Savage from uh, Mythbusters. Oh, wait. I actually did yes, see something now. I didn't him. watch it though. He did a whole like he was looking at the props. He was looking at he was on the set. They they even let him drive. Now the the what is the vehicle called? It it, it yes something yes that one. Icon Icon. Now that is the original one from the first the the the, the actual first like they they let him drive that. But apparently they did they they serviced the the, the transmission of the car. But that thing drove like really? like when he was driving it, he floored it, and they actually said that they needed to really advance the the suspension and the engine that because of so when you see what the car was doing in the in the, in, in within the the film, yeah. like it was really doing that. But he like the props, the detail. You know what? I really really do take my hat off to to the props team. Yeah, the production like the design. house that that whole house they built it from the bottom all the way up. Um, I don't know if you guys know what actually goes into making a film. Um, how much preparation, like like this last week, um, a lot of research and stuff that I was doing was a lot of like stuff like previous uh, stuff. Like I mean, when they were looking for a place to 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 for that house to be, they literally apparently were, were they had a drone and they were flying around the area. And you know, like uh, where you have this. Uh, uh, augmented reality yeah. on your phone where you can like place things yes. uh, like you can have a dragon on the table you're like whoa and as you move it, like your camera it still stays there they were doing that with a the house they would drive they would That's go in so with the cool. drone around the countryside and sort of placing it and looking for the best place to put it the house 
they did and i mean if you look at the paint job the way they made it look uh, that old rugged the yeah. holes in the ceiling the book stack the the um like literally the kitchen and ah uh, like he was actually uh, average adam savage was was interviewing the the guys that was doing the props and they were talking about the process on how they actually do the props like they got all the rooms and they got to they got to populate the house mm. and they populate the house based on the profile of the character you know uh he doesn't pay his bills he's a bit lazy but that's because he's you know he's very um he's very focused on what he was doing stuff like that but uh he was even saying to the point that when they populate each room they don't like okay populate the kitchen okay they build it finished done they they do every house uh every room they'll do it like 10% they'll do 10% to the one room they'll do 10% of the next room they'll do 10% and then as they're going they they're filling it up but even to the props like the uh what do you call it that that gun thing that they had mm. I, I can't remember the pack yeah, whatever it was that called one, yeah that one but like how it's really got lights yeah. in it and even if you look at how uh, it looks like it's got a bit of a like a wooden handle and it's even got like a bit of tape around it you can see like the usage and the detail in the mm. props like and it was heavy it's absolutely it heavy it's, it's amazing it's yeah. amazing nobody actually realizes how much goes into these teams that that build and prep uh for the day of shooting so uh and yeah and they also have to they have to balance so setting up the whole set the costumes etc you know yeah. it's all falls under one department so it's props um the set design which is your actual like putting things in a room making a room look like the room is supposed to look and then on top of that props everything that's all under your production yeah. designer so it's literally one person managing all of these different teams but at the same time they also have to work out logistically um and financially how do we do this the best way possible yeah. but also that's going to be ready on this day of shoots because we have to have this ready by this day of shoots and also that it fits within our budgets so it's really it's a crazy department mm. that's and and this is the thing is when when for a a production designer to succeed in what they've done in a film you actually mustn't notice their work because you're not supposed to That's feel what I'm yes you're not when supposed you to feel it. and go wow. oh my word look how they put that prop there they're supposed to create a world that the the story and the characters yeah. live in and you're now just entering their world which means you you know in our world it's not like our room set up and then we know that there's lights outside and there's a whole crew that's uh, that's not realistic mm. so i don't know if like you've ever noticed especially they do this with series you know that this is a set like i don't know if you've ever watched something and you're just like this is such a sound stage if you look that's, around that's a failure I, as a production designer you. you've actually failed in doing yeah. your job like sometimes it's too clean yes yeah. the best production designers you don't even notice mm. their work that's actually the like job like there's of a, a bag in the corner yeah. you know and for some and reason subconsciously a you pick there. it up well, yes that's what the guy was saying he was like he walks into a room and then he he thinks to himself you know uh do I like the, if you go into the kitchen okay if you go watch the film ever look for i don't know if you see the the basin but there was even dishes in yeah. the basin because he was a person who didn't do dishes yeah so like like there's that detail that's like it's absolutely amazing yeah no it was crazy one of the things i also really enjoyed was you know the traps 
Like they really went to town with the traps in this yeah. one. And even there was the one on the wheels. There was the traps all around these house. I love house. that one on the wheels. The, everyone loved the one on the yeah. wheels. They said every time that thing came on set, people were like, I want one of these. Was that in the in the, no, in the first one that, and two? No, that was something that they also added to, to this one. Okay. But then one of the things I also really enjoyed back to Stranger Things is, I don't know if you remember in, I think it's season three of Stranger Things, they actually, so something from, there's this little cute lizard thing that doesn't turn out to be cute it's actually a demodog but it 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 was very small and dustin captures it and they have this toy because they oh, and actually no it would have been season two i think because they just dressed up as the ghostbusters but and obviously dustin had the the trap as one of his like you know part I of his outfit that. and I then they actually that. capture the demodog in the trap and but it was just cool how like it actually I remember that, both yes. films obviously mm. Stranger Things is basing it off of Ghostbusters mm. but like it's yeah the the whole the connection is pretty yeah the cool. connection is really cool yeah. between the two films yeah. I must say with the with the effects what you were saying about the you know them still keeping it practical but still ha- yeah I did feel that this film had the original Ghostbusters film. so feel, yeah. I'm glad that they didn't you know they gave it that little bit of a touch up that mm. a bit of an advance so like when the ghosts sort of moved you know uh those those dog things whatever like when they came into town they yeah. had that like glow dark yeah. like streak like like i like that and then uh although the dogs though did bug me but it, it, it is the puppet thing but also what i think ghostbusters like is known for is it is actually a comedy film and they so kept even that, though yes yeah. even though there's a horror feel to it it's actually comedy and yeah. one of the things they said about ghostbusters is whenever something's supposed to scare you it actually is funny and then whenever something's cute Those it's actually scary yes guys. so that's why it was brilliant with yeah. the dog is it's supposed to scare you but at the same time you're mm. like but it looks like a puppet but then with the marshmallows you're like oh they're so cute next minute there's this giant marshmallow from like the second film walking in mm. the street eating people and you're like ah the marshmallow is eating yeah mm. so yeah that was those little marshmallows were so cute they were cute right? i love uh what they did with them like they're busy prying each other yes. they're busy and the Making reactions s'mores. the way that they had reactions on the little guys i mean the but like even with the you know when when paul rudd is looking at the marshmallow bag and suddenly you see the marshmallows poking up yeah and then one pops out that was also practical effects literally in the behind the scenes you see the props team so they're sitting behind the the shelf oh, and cool. they've got these like rods so they were four rods and two guys are controlling them and then they started pushing them up so the ro- the rods were under the marshmallow packets and every time all connected to the marshmallow wow. packet and every time they did that the marshmallow it would push the yeah. marshmallows up and then when the the little marshmallow finally popped out of the thing they would then push the one like really high and then it even it, it then broke through the packet so like yeah. from Paul Rudd's performance obviously from an eye contact perspective, he mm. was able to look at the actual positioning. You see, that's yeah. true. That's so true. That was, that was really cool. I know the director said that uh, what's really great about practical effects, the, 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 the in-camera effects, is that uh, that 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 item that uh, the character's re- uh, interacting with, yeah. it makes it more, it helps the character yeah. a lot more because they know what they're looking at. Mm. They know the size of the thing. They, they it, it helps them to, to, to sort of really connect with whatever this i can imagine with that packet i mean if somebody told you imagine there's a packet of marshmallows on the shelf and it's busy popping and i I can tell you now that they can do that the character's reaction probably wouldn't been as great or as realistic yeah so So, no it was a really cool film it really Mm. was a good film yeah 
So that is Ghostbusters Afterlife. Ha ha. Yeah. The 2021 version. Match, I'm not going to watch the 2016 version, but this one would no, actually... No, I saw enough. I was like, okay, Yeah, cool. this one would get me mm. to go watch the first two, the original two, just because of how... Yeah. Uh, the way it linked up with them was really cool. But mm. Literally, I was watching this film and thinking, this is how you do a sequel. This is how you bring yeah. something old back. This is it. All yeah. the other reboots and other things that people have tried to do, and you're just like, stop that. <laughs> no, that's not. This is how you Definitely. do it. Definitely. Yeah. Because I, I was feeling a bit like uh, Ghostbusters, okay. And then, yeah, mm. turned out to be really, really no, it great. Was really cool. I must say that the, the, the character, Logan Kim, best podcast. Ah, that guy. No, that was. That guy was too much. That character was epic. His facial reactions. Yeah. And apparently he is. He's literally a gamer, comedian. Um, so I was just like, it makes makes, makes so m makes so much sense. Makes but so much sense. Yeah, yeah. I definitely enjoyed uh, his acting, uh, and apparently there's talk about uh, sequel. No, it makes sense though. From like uh, the from after this one, the post-credit scenes. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, no, definitely a good idea. They should do that. Yeah, but this has been the movie show on in or on your on. favorite <laughs> ORSPS. And we will be back next week. Yes. Until then. Until then. I just said until then. Yes. Until then. Stay safe. Stay safe. And call the Ghostbusters. You know who to call. You know. Oh, that line was so mm. cool in the jail. Mm. Don't I get a phone call? Yeah. The cop walks up. Who are you going to call? Who are you going to call? I was like, ah! No, that, was, that was brilliant. <laughs> there we go. This is Ryan doing the outro music for our show. Oh, yeah. It's 80s, right? Hey. Hi, uh, my name is Johan Kruger. I'm with Creation Ministries International and you're listening to Active Affirm.